This is the Open to Alchemy podcast, and I'm your host, Lauren Ivey. I'm so excited to have you here joining these conscious conversations about the transformation that's possible for all of us. My approach to spirituality has always been part woo and part work. So in this podcast, we talk about all the incredible spiritual modalities and add in a bunch of practical things that really make it fit into our lives. I can't wait for you to join me. Hey there, welcome to the Open to Alchemy podcast. I am your host, Lauren. It is the last week of January and I am really excited to be back with you today. I really, really, really tried to record an episode last week and the flow and life was just not permitting it. So I reluctantly accepted that that was the situation and I put pause on about almost a full episode that I had been recording and that's okay because it all works out in perfect timing and I'm going to be pulling some of that episode into today, some of it into a future one. And I'm just going to trust that it is all working out exactly as it should. So today is going to be a little bit different because this is going to be a two-parter. I am playing with a few different ideas. You guys who are frequent listeners know I love having all the ideas and this one came to me and so I am just going to go for it. So backing up a little bit, I was driving the other day doing one of my many, many carpool shifts. If you have a older child, you will know that carpooling is basically the scaffolding of our of our lives. And I was doing a late night shift to grab one of my kiddos. I was looking for a podcast to listen to and I realized that I hadn't listened to the Rob Lowe podcast in a little bit. He has a podcast called Literally, which is really fun because number one, I love Rob Lowe and also he usually has on celebrity guests and they talk celebrity shop, which I always find like endlessly fascinating to hear the behind the scenes of a certain movie or TV show or anything about that sort of show business type stuff. And I saw that he had an episode with Brian Grazer, who is an incredible movie producer. He has done so many amazing movies. And I thought, ooh, this will be a fun one. Like, I don't think I've ever heard him interviewed. And he is appears to be like such a creative person. I thought that it would be like a good fit. It just really, it, it hit me in the right way. So I pushed play and within the first two or three minutes of the podcast, I had to pause because I was having the biggest epiphany. I was just getting so much information downloaded Rob Lowe is asking him about his day, about, you know, his routine, and he says that he wants to just go around and meet people, be chatty, and make money. I immediately was like, okay, well, 
are you allowed to say that? Because that sounds amazing. And then he was talking about his routine that he wakes up, he exercises, he checks the stock market because so many of his friends are CEOs and he wants to get a sense of how they are going to be feeling based on what's happening in the stock market. And I hit pause and I just could not believe how matter-of-factly he just said those two things. He wants to go out, be social, meet people, chat with people, bring money in, and so many of his friends are CEOs. It was not a humble brag. It was not with any sort of level of you know, superiority or I'm better than anybody. That's just his life. And I realized to myself in that moment, my big epiphany was that I have not been dreaming big enough. And I immediately voice noted one of my dear friends, Vicky, and I was actually recorded an episode of her podcast last week. So that'll be upcoming and I'll make sure to share that with you guys. But it just struck me as so many of us are reaching for goals and having desires and trying to manifest things. I think that we need to dream so much bigger. I think we need to go crazier, bigger, wider, so much more than what we have been striving for. And I really got this this insight that maybe we aren't getting what we want because what we are asking for is settling. What we have been asking for is too small. It's too available. It's too accessible. And for multitude of reasons, that then becomes a block for us getting it. And if we had bigger dreams, if we had higher, loftier, crazier, in quotes, goals and desires, then we would be seeing a complete shift in how much faster we are attaining what we want. So hear me out. We want usually what we see others have, right? Somebody else gets a new house, gets a new car, has a loving relationship, gets the job. Our frame of reference for what we desire is shaped by what we are seeing other people get. We also decide what we want by what is being sold to us, right? There's a whole unbelievably enormous business in influencing. If I read another article about the Stanley and that meteoric rise to be the biggest trend of the last year. And so we want to acquire what is put in front of us. And 
I'm not saying to completely ignore those two things, but what I'm saying is following those models of what we see other people getting and what we are being served and sold to us is not big enough. It's not broad enough. It's not lofty enough. If we were to take that thing that we saw and expand it by tenfold, by a hundredfold, that is what we should be shooting for. That is what should be on our vision boards, our goal sheets, our affirmations, something so much more than what we are seeing in the regular everyday business of being. And again, I don't mean to say that wanting those things that we see is wrong. I think those are great. And I think that it is incredible to have something that feels tangible, that you see other people have, that you could almost get your fingers on it. But I think that it is keeping us from dreaming. I think that it is keeping us from dreaming bigger. When I was younger and used to live in New York, I worked in advertising and marketing for food companies, and I absolutely loved it because it combined my passion for wellness with all the ideas and all the strategy, and it was was so much fun. It was a really great part of my life. And one of the clients that we worked with We did a lot of strategy work and helping with goal setting. And they had what their business goals were. And these were something that were very attainable. It was pretty much not a guarantee, but it was if everything keeps moving on the same track, if we keep following the same course of action, then this is something we are going to reach. The next step was what they called a stretch goal. So this was something that maybe it was 10% more, 15% more, depending on what the project was, but that kind of a ratio of an increase where it was something that they would definitely have to work harder to achieve. It would definitely take a lot of extra work, a few big things coming in, a few promotions, a few key players, a bunch of different elements to come together. But it was something that was within the sphere of attainability. It was a stretch goal. So if they stretched in a few different directions, it was something that was attainable. And then the third goal that they had was what they called a BHAG, B-H-A-G, which stood for Big, Hairy, Audacious Goal, meaning if every single thing that they could imagine were to come true for the business, this would be that achievement. So completely really out of the ballpark of realistic, but something that they could ultimately either in many years or in certain crazy circumstances really aspire to, but something that 
they could not achieve in a one, three, or maybe even five year time frame. And I was thinking about that in relationship to what I'm talking about and dreaming big. And I was realizing that for me, and I'm, you know, sharing my experience, my journey, my life with all of you in the hopes that there's something that resonates, there's something that feels familiar, there's some kernel of of truth, of of wisdom, of something that will inspire you, that you can pick through, that you can take, and, and even if it's changing it, but you could adopt it for yourself. I was thinking that in my goal setting process, in my vision boarding, in all of the talks, I have been very good at setting my my attainable goals and very good at setting my stretch goal. But I have not been very good at setting myself with any BHAGs. I have not created these big, hairy, audacious goals for myself in quite a long period of time. And without that pie in the sky, so out of the realm of possibility, crazy dream, we are going to struggle to even achieve our stretch goals and maybe even the goals that we are setting that we think are possible for us to attain in the regular course of action. You might be hearing this and thinking to yourself that this sounds crazy or be wondering why you would set a goal for yourself that feels unattainable, that feels like something that you would never be able to achieve. I hear you and I understand where you're coming from, but here's where I am going to challenge you, especially if you are somebody that really thrives with order and achievement and really identifies as somebody who is going to make a list and get everything done and, you know, cross all the T's, dot all the I's, I could see there's being some resistance around this idea of creating something as a goal that in actuality and practicality is probably the better word, is not achievable in the near term. However, there is something unbelievably magical that happens when we allow ourselves to dream bigger. The description of this whole idea along with this exercise that I'm about to tell you about is really the bulk of the part one. And what I'm going to ask you to do is start with daydreaming. You can set aside 10 minutes and get yourself nice and cozy in a blanket, on the couch, with a cup of tea, or in 
a bath or in whatever place that you can be really undisturbed, feel cocooned and nourished and supported so all of your physical needs are met. Make sure you eat something and drink something and go to the bathroom and put your phone on do not disturb. So your physical environment is set and just close your eyes and allow yourself to start to envision what your dream day would be like. Thinking about it from the perspective of a dream day versus going all the way and starting with the bigger thing makes it more tangible and makes it easier to access. And I know this for myself too, that you know, we have so much of our lives that is grounded in practicality and pragmatism and, and reality. We've got the logistics, we've got the, the carpooling, the meal making, the, the deadlines, the finances, all of these things that really keep us constricted and really prevent us from thinking about our lives in the most creative in the most expansive ways. So this exercise is a little bit starting with a bridge and think about your dream day. What time do you wake up? What are you thinking and feeling? What environment are you waking up in? What are the first things that you do? If you were to write down your list of activities, you wake up at this time, then you do this, then you do this, really as if you were journaling it or keeping a very detailed agenda or diary of your activities. Think about what would be the most fun, the most exciting, the most joyful, the most peaceful bringing in all of those elements of what would be a dream day. And as you write these things down, as you allow your imagination to to open, to wander, to play, to explore, I want you to feel the changes that you are experiencing in your body to feel the lightness, to feel the excitement, to feel the flutters, to see and sense and experience the smile that's now spread across your face. You have to put a block on any bit of practicality, on any bit of well what about this or I wouldn't have time for that or who would pay for this or how would this work all of those logistics, all of those practical pieces we are pushing away as if you are scripting your dream day from the start with a blank slate and there's nothing to worry about. There's no concerns in any direction. You're standing in the middle of a blank page. What is your dream day? Feel how creating that feels in your body. When you've gotten that down and when you've soaked that in, when you've really started to like feel into those feelings, I want you to now think about going bigger. What does that day look like from a larger perspective? 
What does it look like from a bigger time perspective? What if that dream day you live every day for weeks or months or years? What is it that you are are doing? What is it that you are spending your time in? What is it that you're thinking about? What are you feeling? Who are you with? And this is a beautiful place to practice connecting to your intuition. What do you see in this big, big dream world? What do you hear? What do you feel? What can you imagine? What are the environments that you find yourself in? How are you getting money? How are you making an impact? How are you getting meaning? How are you feeling at the end of the day? What does this version of you know about themselves and know about their future? When you have that all down, I want you to again, soak in the the emotion behind the experience that you've just created for yourself. Let yourself feel all of the positivity and the enjoyment and the expansiveness of this dream that you've just created for yourself. And that's all you have to do for now. There's nothing else that's on the to-do list for this moment. That is all going to be in part two where we are going to reverse engineer how to get this dream closer to a reality. But for right now, just know that this version of yourself that you've created is out there. And in the next episode, we are going to help you find them and bring them even closer to you. So that is it for today, my friends. I'm so excited that I got to share this little exercise with you. Please reach out with any questions. I'm on Instagram, open.to.alchemy. You can hit me up on my email, lauren at opentoalchemy.com. I would love for this to be a community discussion and hear what everybody is dreaming about. And I have some exciting future plans that I am dreaming about myself that I will look forward to sharing with you. Please, I would love if you would share this with a friend. If you want a partner or a buddy to do this kind of exercise with, And I am so grateful for you. I hope you have a wonderful end of the month and I will be back very soon. Thank you all so much for listening to the Open to Alchemy podcast. You can find more about me on all the social places, Instagram, Facebook, Clubhouse at open.to.alchemy. That's open, the word T-O, alchemy, or at my website, opentoalchemy.com. See you next time.